Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Brand new episode of Nowhere's Bar podcast, episode number 46. Thank you, everybody, for, for joining us on this. Uh, man, it has been a fun, fun, crazy week. This has been going on. Of course, this is your host, Mo, joined by my man, Chris, over in the Dirty Dirty ATL, bro. Man, this has been – it's a fun time to be oh, a wrestling fan. Yes, is it, it is, bro. It, right? It's definitely a fun time to be there, man. Like, Roy Rumble just came through. Got NXT yes. Day happening this weekend. Uh, the road to WrestleMania is here, and it is. You know, I could be more excited, man. This is this is this is now or never for H Man, bro. Uh, you know, he he's 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 got, yeah. he's got got here this far. Still got some decisions that I'm I'm a little confused by, but hey, it, it, I'm all, it's all about the uh, it's all about the journey, right? You know, not just the destination. Yes, that's it, man. That is it, man. That that is that is true, and you know, and kudos to him, man. Like he's, like it, like you like you just pointed out, you know, he's had his moments where it just feels like, all right, this this feels kind of Vince-ish, I guess. But um, for the most part, you know, he's he's done his due diligence, man, to try to. He's made improvements, and you know, he's made he's made improvements, and the product definitely has been in a good shape ever since he really took over creative. And but this is. WrestleMania season, you know this. This is what this is for all the marbles. This is what you, this is what you wait for. This is this is their time. This is what they're made. This is what they're known. WWE, and um, the fact that that H is you know in the realm holding the holding the you know the high seat, cordial shots and stuff like that. Um, I feel pretty good with it, man. And I mean, look at this, like, man, I, Royal Rumble event was I think was a pretty damn good event. Yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah, the hell out of it a lot. I really did. Of course, it was like a little, you know, a couple of misses, whatever. But um, there's the, the, so much good outweighs the the little minor knickknack bad stuff. Um, so I'm definitely I would take that ratio any day, you know, when, when it comes up to that. But oh man, um, I, I, what what more can you say? I mean, we'll touch more in detail about it. But bloodline, man, that storyline, what a storyline this has been. What a journey this has been with that man. Yes, uh, it's been my favorite thing um, in WWE this past year, if not since uh, Roman Reigns' return. Uh, and right. him just, you know, establishing his uh, head of the table tribal chief character, and and yeah, you know, and just also the reinvention of the Usos as well. Once again, uh, you know, and yes, becoming yep. you know the undisputed you know tag team champions. And then the inclusion of Sammy, and w- which also brought new life into the storyline and into the group as well. Right. Uh, Solo Sokoa, you know, being established as, you know, a singles threat um, very, you know, pretty early into his career. And he's been great. He's been handling it well. But the Sammy stuff. He's been awesome. Definitely just took it to, um, took it to another level. Um, it's also just a true reward. For you know, just all the work that Sammy's been putting himself in, through um, since mm-hmm. um, since of last year, you know, and, and you know the Johnny Knoxville angle, and you know they having him do something that is a uh, that that shows the best of his side as a character, you know, um, um, yeah, more or less than you know as an in ring worker, and uh, just it, it, in itself is a story within the story, as it also was another chapter into the story of Sammy and KO, uh, Kevin Owens. And that all came to a head at um, Royal Rumble. 
um, in that main event between um, Owens and Roman, which itself was um, that was a pretty it was a really good match. Uh, it could it could have been better. Um, I don't I doubt I don't really think the 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 botch spot the moonsault um, midway through the match um, played yeah. a part into the decreasing, yeah. but it was still like really good uh, as far as in ring match. But it was the post match stuff and the oh, angle yeah. that preceded it yeah. that just took it to another level and oh man I, I, I really thought that Roman was going to give him that charming dreamer crucifixion um, chair shot you know because oh, he had him hang right had his handcuffed to the ring ropes and I, I thought yeah. just, well it was going to either happen or or, or, or well, I thought it was going to happen after they beat the fuck out of Sammy and, <laughs> and then oh. they were just going to just be another oh. insult to injury at that point, and yeah, that would that would have been crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, damn, man, it's it, it's that's the beauty. You know, it, it's like what I started off saying. Like, you know, as a wrestling fan, you know, this is what we want. This is what you ask for. This is this is why we are wrestling fans, people. For anybody out there that's you know, and I know everybody would like to point out, oh, it was fake or whatever, and it's scripted. Yes, don't wrestling fans. We are aware of all this stuff. Like, we are aware of it. Believe me, we know what's scripted and what's real. We we know all that stuff, but it's stories like this. This is it's the entertainment and how the the personal emotional investment that you put into the storyline into these characters and it like how and it's just everybody that that everybody's part that's been played um, within this storyline um, ever since it really started back in 2020. Um, um, the payback pay per view when uh, Roman. Face it was a triple threat match between him, Braun Strowman, and the Fiend. The Fiend was the champion. <laughs> That's how long ago it was that you know, like we look at Bray Wyatt and all this stuff now. Like this, he he was still the Fiend at the time, and uh, and ever since he won that match, like it's just been you know, it, it's just been uphill. It has just been an uphill, uphill, uphill and, ride. And, and also and, the new teeth too, man. That definitely took us to another level. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course. He 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 went Hollywood. He went Hollywood with the teeth. But hey, that when you are the tribal chief, when you're the person that is legit head of the table, the main person, he is the face of the company. I mean, that comes with that stuff. But, um, you know, for everybody and I, and for everybody that's you know, looking at this from a, oh, a Sammy, and, and we know in this storyline, we can, we all expected, we know what was going to turn out to be. We knew that somehow Sammy's going to get kicked out of the bloodline, and it was just a matter of yeah, how yeah, they was going to do it, and if they yeah. did it the right way, it you know? How. And, and I don't think at, at the, the events that transpired at the Royal Rumble, especially the post-match shenanigans that went on, um, which was felt like a match. It felt like it was it was a soap opera. It was it was a telenovela. You know, it, it was it was great. And um, you see with the aftermath, everything that happened in that man, like it's you you now know and see where all of these people, man, all these storylines, how they've intertwined and how these characters they just they's almost become larger than life. And Roman, I mean, he is Roman has shown so many different layers of his character. Too. Yeah you know, ever since it started. And it's just the beauty. And, and there's so much of it is, like I said, it's so much layers to this storyline in general. You know, like you pointed out, Sammy has his own storyline arc. Um, Kevin Owens has his own storyline arc. Roman has his own storyline arc. The Usos, Jey Uso. Yeah. You know, like, 
it, there's so many different moving parts about it, but how they all are just and and they they just all strike into you at the same time, and it's just beautiful, and it it, it makes you wanting more. But as we know, there is a a, a ple you know pub, premium live event happening in Lily three mm-hmm. weeks, um, in Montreal Elimination Chamber, um, which has been really, you know, I think for for the WWE they they've kind of they lucked they lucked out here that they had three straight events where. I mean, people are going to be like this. May be the highest viewer viewed elimination chamber, uh, you know, event that they've that they've had as far as a bunch which, of people which, watching. Which, it. which would just tie into all the other previous previous um, PLEs that they had, where it was the most watched ever. It has been like that yeah. all year long. So this is definitely right. the shot that will be the most watched um, elimination chamber mm-hmm. event uh, in history. Uh, and yeah, man. Because <laughs> it, it definitely is their uh, biggest one to date, which is um, right outside of um, their uh, Saudi Arabia chamber, uh, which was a year ago. And now, it, it you know it's funny because you know people will look at these shows as like B shows or nothing shows, but I'm like these shows really matter uh, because they do. It, it, they do. Because to be honest, you know WWE is starting to have less, you know, monthly pay per view esque BOE events now. And yeah, you know it, it. It it since um really not just before Triple H um stepped in, but mm-hmm. Nick Khan uh has made, went out his That's way to uh, want to make these make sure these events mean something. You know, as as much as switching the date from Sunday to Saturday, uh, which, which has been a huge <laughs> plus. You know, well, I, I will I will say this for me personally. It's taken a while for me to transition with this, you know, going from Sunday to Saturday. Um, you know, it, it, it's because a lot of times I did stuff on Saturday, you know, because I always knew that Sunday was going to be the day that, you know, whatever, nobody was going to bother me. Pay-per-view is going on, whatever. Um, it took It's taken a while for me to, to adjust to that. But I think I finally got into a good groove now. I finally got <laughs> a good groove. But, yeah. 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 I, I enjoy I I enjoy these Saturdays. A lot, I really do. Yeah, man, it, it really, really works because you know I'm like, I, I just wake up in the morning and not have to go to work <laughs> and be able to re- re- <laughs> able to revisit the show in peace. Yeah, 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 man. Because uh, that's what, I definitely did that on Sunday morning, man. When I woke up, I rewatched uh, War of Rumble, man. Um, and, and and of course, the War of Rumble was bigger than uh, not bigger, but obviously. The main event was, you know, was was really the big thing that a lot of people was looking forward to. But the Royal Rumble matches in itself, they always speak for themselves. They they that even if they could be not great matches advertised for the actual event itself, people are always gonna watch because simply just for the two match now the two matches, the men's and the women's. Um I wanna touch on the men's first, man. Um I know a lot of times people kind of get mad when predictable stuff comes along, you know. Um, but I think in this case with Cody Rhodes winning, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a nice predictable, predictable uh, winner. Um, but like you said earlier, it's the journey, the destination. We know the destination, but the journey—that's the best part of all of this. And how we've got to how how it got to Cody winning. Um, first, you can't say anything before you say anything about anybody else. Or more about Cody, Gutha, man, 
That guy, he's self-made. Yes. He's a made man now. Yes, he is. He is he is awesome. Six an hour and eleven minutes he lasted. An hour and eleven broke, minutes. Broke the, uh, broke the single um um rumble attack. He shattered destroyed it. Destroyed it. Shattered it, man. This dude is a cardio amazing. machine. And, you know. Really, yeah. man, it, it, it's and it's not just only how his his physique has changed over the past year, you know, you know, from from the moment that he left NXT and debuted on the main roster. But man, like he is he is. I mean, we known he was always been a workhorse. Right. We known the type of mm-hmm. guy he's been. But it's always one thing watching stuff like on the NXT shows and then one how much how easy do they translate that stuff onto the main roster it hasn't been always an easy transition and historically i've i've yeah. noticed um a lot of times but him it's just so seamless and imperium too just just that whole faction it works together but man that gunther man like he he took all he came, he took all challengers you know he's he he faced everybody that every, that came to the ring and 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 also just him and Cody them being the last two man that was a match within it yes within it was man too. Uh, like a, a match within a match uh, that was it maybe it made me want more uh, because I was like damn it felt like it was for the Intercontinental title <laughs> the way uh the way they were battling mm-hmm. and I like the story you know with you know Gunter uh, just chopping the hell out of Cody uh you know and targeting his um repaired um, Peck or yeah, his repaired pectoral muscle, and and just it just the drama of it all. Like the crowd was like up for everything, you know. They were up for everything in this match. Um, that crowd was and, great and overall. And, by the way, shout out San Antonio. I, I really hope that um, as far as like Cody and Cooter goes, like they do get a rematch down the line um, because that, it's just something I want more of there. Uh, but the rest of the match, it was it was it was fun. It was really good. I will say it was. I will say this was the best rumble I've ever watched, um, especially in those final moments. I, it, but the, just everything with the return of Logan Paul and potentially setting up, yeah, setting up a, a match. His just his time was great. He was just great in there, but setting up a match with, uh, with Seth Rollins potentially for WrestleMania. That was cruel. Yeah. Brock Lesnar going in, dominating, and then getting eliminated immediately after by Bobby Bobby Lashley. That was dope. Yeah. Uh, the stare yes. down between Brock and Gunther was dope. And then Brock no selling any of Gunther's shops. That was <laughs> <laughs> that you know, it, all course. and Booker T. Like, you know, I will wish I hope you know the thing is I would like if there was more, you know, surprises in the men's match compared to the women's. Uh, yeah, especially like yeah. it was the lack of NXT representation, and I know Rhea Ripley that too. In her post match interview, she um spoke candidly about it, uh, how the men should have had more NXT representation because you know they've been working their asses Easily. off. Braun, Braun Breaker, Mello, um, even Fawn Wagner, you know, those guys could have been in the match as opposed to having. You know, all of American Alpha or the Street Profits in there, or you know, or just yeah. uh, you know, because you know, t- it's having tags in there are cool. You know, and those three teams are over, but you know, you don't really need to have Otis and Gable in the match, or Angelo and Tez in the match, where you know, you could just you know, bring showcase a couple of the NXT guys and 
see how they can hang with the big dogs, <laughs> you know, for a few minutes or not. You know, they could live up to the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I like I they were the the pacing of the match I enjoyed a lot. Um I know we both had a we we both uh had a little debate, you know. I felt that the match the pacing of it, like I didn't feel like it it didn't feel quick to me. I know you said it, it felt quick to you like the match uh went pretty fast. Um and of course they were never really all like everybody did not all, every come at 90 seconds equal. Um, there was some longer than the others, but um, I think it's just the amount of action that was going on um, the, in the in the ring, and I think the the different type of matchups, the different hypes, you know, like you mentioned, alluded to, um, you know, Gunther and 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 Brock Lesnar having to stare down, um, you know, which I was like, man, I like bring it on, give me that right now, like give me that match right now, and. Uh, you know, and and seeing even even the the Logan Paul and Ricochet stuff, you know, um, seeing that how that went down, that was, um, that was that was something. Yeah, that was a sight. Yeah, to that see. was awesome spot. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's. Uh, I remember there was a guy in the crowd. I noticed upon the second time watching the match, the exact moment where they collide collided in midair and they hit the ground. The guy had a sign that said "viral moment." I'm yeah, like, yeah. Kudos to that dude. Kudos to that guy for knowing when to put yeah, that yeah. sign up and bring yeah, that he sign. The assignment right there. <laughs> hey, hey, nice work. <laughs> nice work play this. Ah, but uh, <laughs> but not it. It, it, it the match of the it, it flowed as good as I could possibly would like for it to go on the men's side, and um, you know, I, I think like I said, I, I could have enjoyed. I would have liked more surprises. Um, Ray Mysterio never came out. Um, apparently due to a legit injury that he had gotten the night before. Yeah. Um, but I like how they kind of cleaned it up, and then Dominic Mysterio came out next with his father's mask, and um, it, it, it was just certain things that was channeling more, channeling more of Eddie Guerrero um, yeah. uh, antics. Um, even though apparently Vicky and uh, Shaw. Uh, they did not. They do not like the comparisons uh, between they, they, that people make between Dominic and um, Eddie Guerrero, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And, I, right, right, and right. Jokes, fun's over, y'all. <laughs> right, yeah, man. Nah, know. but but Dom Dom has been Dom has been amazing anyway, and his in his so, role in yeah. in the Royal Rumble match was funny and, also. While, um, while, we're, while we're still on Dom, you know, even with his his promos lately, like he kind of leaned more towards uh 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 with the way his his cadence is pretty slow now. He leans more to like Razor Ramon promos in a way. You know, <laughs> if he can lean yeah. like even lean more to the edit as well. Uh, that that probably, probably yeah. would, probably would hit harder because but they 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 really do invest a lot into him, uh, especially you know with his showing in the rumble. You know he lasted pretty long. He I think he got into like the final six yeah. or five mm-hmm. uh, in the end. Yeah, yep. And yeah, I think the final six. Yeah, and he and you know and it, there's some, there's definitely trust in trying to um, get that match with him and his father um, at WrestleMania. Yeah, they're out the way, yeah. you know, before um, Ray retires. But you know, Dom's been showing some great strides now with Judgment Day. 
and he's been a, he's been an excellent heel. Like Prison Dom is just hilarious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I mean, Judgment Day in general, yeah. though they 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 had a nice little showing in the Rumble. Um, Damian Priest and and uh, Finn Balor, you know, came out, you know, and then Dom. So you know, they represented um, all the male kind of counterparts in 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 that faction. Um, of course, after uh, Edge mm-hmm. came out, he was a surprise entrance. Which, which we expected. Uh, returning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I would have thought he would have came back a little bit, maybe a little bit sooner. But I, you know, that's fine. I'm not. That's like a nitpicking thing. I'm not really a big thing about that. Um, it's fine. And then the stuff that happened afterwards um, between him and, and Judgment Day in, in the aisle at the same time when Austin Theory came out. Austin Theory saw that he's like, "Nah, y'all got it." He's like, "I'll wait. <laughs> y'all handle y'all thing." Um, and then Rhea Ripley comes out, and then she starts attacking Edge, and then Beth Phoenix comes out, and then she spears Rhea Ripley. Like it was just <laughs> this. As I'm explaining to this, I'm like, is this attitude error? Because <laughs> it's like the booking over it, the overbooking is kind of crazy, but it it works though with with yeah. their with their storyline, you know, that's going on, and um, you know, so and, and it kind of set up for Rhea. Is set up a foreshadowing type of thing um, going on for her for her in, in the in the women's Royal Rumble match. Um, but I think overall, though, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty satisfied with how that match went. I'm pretty satisfied, uh, all in all, in the end. Um, you know, it, we would have, like you said, a little bit more surprises, but given what we got, um, it turned out to be fairly good. Fairly good in the end. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah. Fun. Fun. So it just shows how deep the roster is too. Um, Yes, considering that they don't really have to rely on a lot of nostalgia bait anymore, but nah, you know, it, it, no. but to just to showcase you know some of the current young stars of this era, and yeah, and even like you know it like if there's going to be some new nostalgia of like more ruthless aggression, or you know previous reality era guys yeah. coming back like with Carlito in the Rumble um, a couple of years back, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, you know, uh-huh. something like that. You know, uh, just to, just to see, you know, see them because they're they're all still working. You know, it'd been funny because we, we had because we are. had Chelsea Green in the women's rumble. I'm pretty sure you know folks yeah. were trolled with Zack Ryder. You know, potentially being a surprise in the men's rumble. But yeah, like the men's yeah. rumble itself, it just needs a little more you know spice to it as far as like surprise mm-hmm. and surprise interest, of course, or you know NXT um. NXT presentation or, or you know representation there, uh, but as far as like the match itself, it's just a rumble, dude. Like that that match is always going to be fun. Yeah, I will say this though, when I you know this thought just came to my mind, man. Um, like because I don't know who actually books a lot of the stuff in in the rumble. You know the spots, who gets you know determines who gets eliminated, when to where. It, 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 I don't know. Maybe to me, it just started came to my mind. I was like, it makes me appreciate a lot with what Pat Patterson, you know, what he did so many years putting all that stuff together. Like every year being the main person that was, you know, pretty much organizing, orchestrating the, you know, everything that goes on in the Royal Rumble. And, you know, the, the, granted, the Royal Rumble was his, you know, pretty much like his brainchild. You know, um, you know, that was his golden nugget right there. And, to see 35 years, I think that that's what they said, right? This was the 35th Royal Rumble. Um, the shit is, shit is just as old as I am. <laughs> so, uh, 
So yeah, it, uh, it, it's the fact that thirty five years has been going on, and and it's and it still gets it, the effect that it has on people is still the same way as you know it's always been, even twenty years ago, twenty plus years. Um, it just goes to show that this the power and and the success of this event, and and now that the women, you know, the Royal Rumble, now that that's going on now, which started, you know, like already like a few years ago, um. That was another obvious thing that we both, at least to both of us, yeah. that we've called in advance what was going to happen. And Rhea Ripley, mommy, mommy did the job. Mommy got it. She she won it in the end, man. And I and I'm and excited for that. I'm I'm happy. And then we found out on Raw, um, she will be going after Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, um, which I am okay with. I am perfectly fine. It, it was quite the surprise. It, it was quite the surprise here. Um, yeah. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm okay with it too. But I, you know, I, I don't know how much further they're going to be stretching out that that Bianca Rhea match. Like it was supposed to happen for Money Bank. Uh, yeah, did Rhea gets hurt? Was out of commission for a while, and they just never went back to it. And you would have thought that Mania will be the one time they'll run it back. And it does, and it yeah. it feel like a big match to it. But with this. You know, with Rhea and Charlotte, I mean, yeah, there's a story there. You know, Rhea wants to get her lick back. You know, she feel like she's ready to beat, you know, Charlotte and and, and be able to do it on the grandest stage. But I, I'm honestly, I, it doesn't feel bigger than Bianca versus Rhea. It, it doesn't even feel bigger than Bianca um, Rhea versus Becky. Um, mm-hmm. But I know it's going to be a good match. Like, they're going to kill it. Yeah. Like you know, they, like yeah, I still yeah. I consider Charlotte to be Rhea's best opponent on the main roster uh, at this moment. But uh, just right. for, for 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 WrestleMania for that to be the match there, it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's Charlotte being Charlotte again, and I'm like, oh, all right, it's fine. And that's and, you know, fair. it is what it is. It is what it is there. Right, right. And that's and that is a fair. And that's a fair criticism with that because, you know, deep down, like I would have, I personally would have definitely enjoyed um, a Bianca and Rhea Ripley match at Mania. I, I really feel that because, I mean, it, it, it's Charlotte and, and Bianca, they both, they both got that, that appearance that it, it, it fits in with WrestleMania. I, I guess, I, I don't know if you're trying to get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, hey, I mean, the, the, the way they, the way, the way their characters are, like who they are, like, no, like they are the top of the top. They're the, sh- they're the brightest. They're two of the brightest stars the company has. And we know how Bianca, they, Bianca and Charlotte, like they, they, we see how they live with Charlotte when, you know, all these years when she's champion, how she's out there, you know, representing the, the, the company. And then, Bianca, everything that she has done in the past couple of years, you know, representing the company as champion and all this other stuff that has come and, and deservingly yeah. too, Deser- very much deservingly, you know, and um, and it's awesome to see. And that's why, like, for me, it was like, really, it was. You can't really go wrong with either option, but I and but I think there is you can make arguments either way. You can make arguments as to. You know, like yeah, her and Charlotte is you know that's a good pick for, um, for the match. You know, Rhea and Charlotte, and you can make arguments for no, it should really been Bianca versus Rhea. Um, 
I don't know if that's going to eventually happen. There's a lot to determine in the future. We don't know what's going to happen. I think obviously a lot determines if Rhea win, wins the match. Um, and, and 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 that's a conversation for another day. With a lot of stuff with the women's, um, especially the women's division on SmackDown and and, and you know in particular. Uh, but uh, we also in the women's Royal Rumble match, which kind of leads into this, is that you know they there were some returns. Yeah. You mentioned Chelsea Green, you know, uh, I guess came back like she was with the company before for yeah, a while. But looks, then looks like whatever she's officially going to be on the Raw brand too. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And um, you know, we also got <laughs> your favorite girl, Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it looks like she's back full time too. Right. Um, yeah, yeah man so, right right so, uh, yeah. i laughed my ass off man I'll, I'll, <laughs> when she came out I'll, I'll, i warned hey, you man hey yo, yo i mean we should have been surprised you know trish brought back ross and reed yeah. you know yeah. that that should yeah, that, that, right. that should have been in our periphery that you know nia jackson yeah. make a return but uh i, I you know partly didn't feel like that she was going to be back <laughs> but i you know, she's yeah. a body that's needed. Yeah. To be real, she's still over. <laughs> you know, that is, she's still a name. Yeah. And especially yeah. for SmackDown, you know, especially, you know, for, for women's division in SmackDown, like, she she will be greatly needed, you know. Um, I guess she will. And then there, you know, there's still the, the un, unfinished business with Charlotte <laughs> that we, um, that we uh, still have oh, to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Piper Nevin came yeah. out. You know, she uh no more do drop. It's it's Piper Nevin now. Um, which is fine. Yeah. You know, it's it's all yeah, cool. I'll probably still go call yeah, you from time to time, but I I, I still yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, but I'm yeah, glad I, that she's um she's back and she's gonna be also in um the qualification match uh for um, the elimination chamber next week. Um Right, right. Yeah, she's in it. I don't know. Here. I I don't know, man. Um, uh, shit. Like speaking of that, that, um, fucking one person that came back. We well, we found out on, on Raw. Mella came back. Yeah, on Raw, came but Raw. um, Carmella came back on Raw. Which, um, um, they did but, use for the Rumble, though. I thought she, they was. I really thought they was. I thought that was a perfect time to do it. Because, you know, and I know the annoying part is hearing Corey Graves, like, go fucking crazy and shit. Like, but I get it. That's that's his wife. Um, <laughs> that's his girl. Um, but uh, in the Rumble match, Oscar came back. Oscar came back. Kana came new back. New Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, new yeah, yeah. Song, new and improved. You know, new mask. Uh, just new, new look in general. The face paint and makeup. Um, you know, yes. and uh, it's. It is it's it's devastatingly good and it's also terrifying. And I'm interested in seeing yeah. where, where this direction goes here. Because now she goes he, from yeah. like crazy funny to just straight crazy. <laughs> That's it. And and I really feel like with this character, um, and I noticed in the rumble match, watching it again, it seems like her off her moveset now is more of a stiffer. Yeah, it's it more finally. Oh, um, right, 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 right. A little bit. I don't want to say it's like kind of a you know strong style or anything like that, but it, it, it's it's much stiffer than and looks more impactful her punches and her kicks than before. Um, 
And I guess th- that's all it takes, just a character change and, and uh, not a character change, but, you know, get a little minor tweaks in mm-hmm. there because, and it's not like her character, and it's not like, you know, it was going stale her character or anything. It was just, I think it was just more so that she it's just, it was just lost in the mix. But I think something like this is how you re debut yourself, you know, reintroduce yourself to people. This is the type of match to do yeah. it. Um, it. It looks like, it looks like uh, Shinsuke's doing a little more of the same too, because he also went back home for the time being. Yeah, I was surprised I didn't see him, man. And, and but and I, but I don't I can't remember if anything seriously happened. I know he did his match over in Japan in Tokyo, you know, at the beginning of you know the month, of the beginning of the year, you know, whatever. Um, but outside of that, I like I didn't, you know, I I hadn't heard anything about him, and it's I was kind of worried for a second. I was like, well, I haven't heard him. I was expecting him to show up, but no. Nah. No, no, not at all. Well, I mean, hope, you know, well, but hopefully he's he's back um, in time for WrestleMania, or, or at least this week. Oh, since you know the since the road of WrestleMania when he kicks in, everybody comes back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's right. That's he could very well come back on 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 Friday. Um, I'm trying to think the women's match. One other, uh, as far as surprises concerned, um, NXT. We we talked about it, NXT. Roxanne Perez. Um, you know she. She did amazing in the little amount of time that oh, she yeah. was in there, and um, she was getting. And she I was understand why. Early. Oh yeah, oh yeah. People know who she is. People know who she is, and it's not because of the person she beat. No, she, people know who she is. Um, and then plus, her mentor, the the person that, I mean, the person that that, that was the, whose school wrestling school she went to. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Booker T. You know him being in him. Him being over there, I, I, I kind of just assumed that she was going to be in the match. But it was a good look. That's a good, good job on her. Um, and then the 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 weird but crazy but kind of dope department, Michelle McCool. Um, <laughs> she wrestled how on how long and fucking Uggs. Um, uh-huh. I don't care anybody tell. I don't care. That's impressive. Uggs is not. Uggs don't look like they're easy to, to maneuver. Yeah. In, in general. And to try to wrestle with that, like that's kudos to her. Like that's <laughs> I could, I don't know, man. I I know men they're Uggs for men, but and I don't think I'll ever see myself wearing that. But uh, I can only imagine to try to do wrestling moves and that. But she did very good. I mean, she's we both know she she keeps herself in great shape. She was in the crowd. They show her in the crowd with her daughters. You know. Um, you know, sitting there, and then when her music came out, I was like, "What?" It, like her daughter's face was like, they both were just like shocked, like, "What's going on? <laughs> like, why is mommy going to ring?" Uh, but that was nice to see, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that was that was good, man. And um, you know, and Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan deserves some props, um, for her performance in the oh, yeah, match man. herself. Most, most improved, um, man. You know, most improved so far. Definitely. You know. Definitely, man. Uh, she she deserved that. Um, to get into that point, and, and the ending was pretty good for the women's also. Um, how it all went down between Oscar and 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 um and Rhea, you know, and Liv, and and um Oscar sh- spitting the, the the mist into Liv's face, and you know Rhea just taking advantage of the moment, almost kind of like does did a little slip at the end to try to tease her. Her feet touching the ground, but uh, lo and behold, she recovered and, and, and won the match. Oh, uh, man, it's uh, it was good, you know. And 
you mentioned also what I realized is that they kept the nostalgia really they didn't go all the way back regular nostalgic people like Trish Stratus or you know or or, or Lita you know they didn't go to the well yeah that, that nostalgic well um they kept it they kept it simple they kept the current with what was going on um and um I, I forgot Zoe Stark she showed yeah, up too she was good um and she Rumble. was good you Andy, know Andy that, was that good was good too. I, Indy, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, so you know, they like it's like what you know Rhea said afterwards. You know, the women showed up, they showed out for NXT. You know, they were given that opportunity. Um, but I mean, they and they did everything. They capitalized what they had to do, man. And um, it, I I enjoyed it. The women's was was, was good also. Like just overall the just the booking of both of those matches. Um, they just was good, man. They was they were very good. And the crowd, like again, that crowd, that San Antonio crowd was was hot. They were hot the whole night. They were great. They were loud. Um, I know, I in the state, and, and it's impressive how they was able to be that loud in the stadium. Um, <laughs> like yeah. even though it's the Alamo Dome, but still, you know, it's, it's still big still, stadium. The Alamo Dome don't get people. loud like that now. Has it? Has like what's the last time it's got loud like that before? I know where it didn't. I know it wasn't. Well, they don't play in there anymore. <laughs> I know they don't. They don't play in. They don't play in there anymore. The I, mean, Spurs, the, I mean, the Warriors did like, jump. Hey, where they the not Warriors did drop a forty point beat down on them at the Alamo Dome. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Which was awesome. Which they had like one of those moments. Reminded me of Bray Wyatt the Fireflies. They had like all the cam, all the people's phones. Yeah, that was a nice shot um, from that. But. Um, <laughs> But not to go on a tangent. Um, but speaking of Bray Wyatt and, and Fireflies and stuff, um, that pitch black match. I guess the less said, the better. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was fine for uh, what it was, man. But you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. LA Knight, LA yeah. Knight needs to be, be on something else. But it's moving on something else, man. Uh, he, yeah. he he did what he could in this little program with Bray, you know, and you know Bray for his he first tried. match back in, in quite some time. He didn't look bad. He, you know, but you know, it's still your usual smoke and mirrors pre match. You know, uh, it kept it light. Yeah. It, it overstays welcome, but the post match shit was hilarious. <laughs> I, <laughs> right. I, I, I still, Bruh. we still don't really know what the fuck's going on between the relationship with Bray, and Uncle Howdy, but Uncle Howdy overshot I... <laughs> his jump. <laughs> but the pyro, and the pyro did not make up for it whatsoever. But it was hilarious. Listen, listen, man. First of all, shout out to my kudos to my girl for for watching the War Rumble with me. I know deep down inside she's like, "What the hell is, what is going on with my man? Why is he watching this?" But she was, she was, she was a trooper. She was very, she was into it also, like interested in, in what was going on. And uh, I had a hard time explaining to her um, what happened when that happened. I, I was just I laughed. I was just laughing my ass off and I was just like, what the fuck is just going on? What is this mess? What am I watching right now? Like, what's going on here? Like, why is he why did he overshoot this dude by a clear like three or four feet? And why is there explosives? Is did that did he explode? Like what the fuck is going on? Like what's going on Right. Right, man. <laughs> Like, dog, I was just like, what the hell is, what is this shit, man? Come on, this is too much. Oh, boy, man. But, <laughs> but like you said, 
but what it was it was for what it was it is what it was for yeah. what it was worth um not much but it was it was entertaining <laughs> that's for sure uh the other the other singles match that went on um which kind of tied into the shenanigans of Bray Wyatt um Alexa Bliss and uh Bianca um going for the uh women's title um I it's funny and that was another thing my my girl was watching it and she was into yeah. it when Bianca came out she was into it. She was like, "Oh, like, who is this girl?" Right? And um and and man, I felt I felt kind of bad because the match was just like it was just there. It was just it, the match is just it was just one of those things like, yeah, it happened. Nothing really big significant happened after, uh, you know, in in the match itself and how so quickly it ended and it probably is because it was short on time and my girl was not satisfied, was not happy with that. She's like, what the hell was that? Why did not give her? Because Alexa Bliss for a good mile, she was, she was, you know, she was giving it to 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 uh, to Bianca for a while in the beginning. My girl was pissed. She was like, "Why? Like, why won't she allow her to do anything? Why can't Bianca <laughs> do anything?" I'm like, and I had to, I had to explain to her the whole thing. But anyway, um, then then it was just most more post match shenanigans with Alexa and and Uncle Howdy and uh, yeah, I I I wish listen this. I, I love I, I appreciate Bray. I respect Bray, you know, for thinking outside the box. But dog, how like after all these months and we still have no fucking like clue what the hell is really going on. We still don't know what's going on with this whole thing. What is with him and what's with Uncle Howdy? Like what what's what's this what's going on here? Like we, we have no answers yet after all these months. Like that's this is this is just going on too long. To me, it's going. It, it, it has, man. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going yeah. on here. Like, what, what's the end game for WrestleMania with this shit? Like, right, <laughs> right. That's that's all we want to know. What is the fucking end game in all this? That's all we want to know in this. I, maybe we'll get an answer on Friday. I don't know because, and I and I hope, like you said, it's L.A. Night thing. Um, I, I'm hoping that's that's it for him and Bray. Like L.A. Night, he needs he, like he deserves to be doing something better program wise and so we'll see how that turns out um and and, and yeah and you know it leads us all the way back down back to the, the the main event um and uh you know we we spoke to, you know about it before the match the, the itself was pretty damn it was a good match it was a good match could have been better but it was good for the time that it had, because everybody knew, everybody was anticipating that 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 after the match. Yeah, you know, we I don't think anybody, even though they almost got, they almost got us, they almost got people with with Rowan, um, when he took when he got when he took the stunner from Kevin yeah. Owens. You know that that was like that one glimmer of hope, but um, that post match bra, Sammy got the ass whooping of his <laughs> life, bro. The only thing the only thing oh. was missing was camera shots to the crowd of, of children crying. But that, that's it, right. It, it's just tough to do in their um in a stadium like the Alamo Dome compared yeah. to yeah. like you know a smaller arena. You know they'll they'll do they, that. They'll, they'll, they'll in, definitely in have it done in Montreal though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but man, um, like I can understand all different standpoints and and and. and point of views in, in this i was listening to sam roberts podcast yesterday and he was very good at explaining how you know you know different point of views and, and, and why stuff happened um one thing that he did point out that i and i did and, and, and i understood what he was saying with this that 
this bloodline storyline possibly has to be one of the top three storylines in WWE history. And now I know people will say, but what about Austin McMahon? Austin McMahon was a rivalry, but it wasn't a great storyline. Yeah. Um, it had a lot of it had a lot of high moments. It had its actually, let me just say this. It had its share of high moments. But then it had its I mean, moments. It had a ton of bullshit, sucked. man. It's the attitude era. Yeah. It was a lot yeah. of bullshit there. All right, 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 right. I mean, and, and, I mean, in the moment, we, we thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread, you know. Um, <laughs> but now, I mean, obviously, hindsight being twenty twenty, uh, yeah, like it, it was, it was all over the place. It was a lot of plot holes and all this other. It was almost kind of like a lot of circling around doing the same shit. But, um, but that was a great rivalry, but that wasn't a great storyline. Um, this bloodline storyline. Um, you know, technically, because there's so many elements that's involved with it, technically has gone back since several years when, when 2014, when Seth Rollins hit Roman Reigns with the chair and, and is back to, to turn it, you know, to portray the shield and break up the shield. And um, fast forward to now to the events, what happened with Sammy eventually hitting Roman Reigns in the back with the steel chair. Um Everything was a great like in Roman's reaction, how he fell, his facial yeah, expression, man. everything. That was a whole callback to that 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 whole moment. Almost and a really, decade to the that day. Was, right, right, and pretty much that's been the precipice of Roman Reigns. His, I guess, his paranoia, his development of his character from that moment on to now. He came from that you know, like he he. It's like he's always had that PTSD, man. Anytime they in the history, I mean, in the past, whenever it was something with him roll, running into Seth or even, um, you know, Mox, you know, it, it always was some little tension that went, went along with it. And he's just so untrusting. And his his levels of untrust had got so bad that he's like, you know what? I'm not dealing with anybody unless you're family. Family is the one is the group of people that I know that I can trust and rely on. So I'm going to go deal. I'm going to trust my family, but I want my family to know that if they're going to trust, if I'm trusting them, I'm the, I'm the person that's putting all the food on the plate mm-hmm. on the table right now. I'm the tribal chief. So y'all going to acknowledge me because there ain't nobody else on this wrestling in this wrestling industry is doing what the fuck I'm doing. Like that's Roman Reigns right there. And rightfully so with everything he has done so far with his, his rec. It seems like almost every month is a new record. That he another person is surpassing an all-time record list of of days of consecutive holding the title, and you look at all this stuff, and, and like I said, with the, the, the Usos coming involved, and you know everything that happened on with Jay and Jimmy Uso at the beginning of the Bloodline storyline. If people remember, you know, like Jimmy was at first a little bit reluctant to acknowledging him, which he eventually did. But Jay was the hardest it, it, person it to convince. It took a lot of gaslighting and manipulation to get them more yes. bored. Yes, it did. <laughs> but the important thing that people need to remember here is that Jay Uso had two title matches back-to-back months against Roman Reigns. One at the last night of champions that they held, um, and then the Hell in a Cell, the I Quit Hell in a Cell, where that dramatic moment where Roman is like he's breaking down, he's crying, he's about to be apologetic. He's like, "Yeah, you're right, you're right." And then he puts the fucking sleep on on on, on Jimmy. You know, um, it, it, it at that point, by the point in time, Jey Uso 
They're little. He's main event J, main event J. Listen, and with this storyline now, everybody's focused on Sammy. Sammy isn't the person who's going to come out in the end with this with the biggest with the biggest impact. I believe is going to be Jay. Yeah. And especially we saw that after his reaction to Sammy hitting mm-hmm. Roman with it and his his outrage and then it turned into sadness and embarrassment for his own family that they got to those lengths. Because even for Jay Uso, that was a callback. That was a trigger for him for everything from the start of all this. You know, so I understand that a lot of people focus in on Sammy, but Sammy still more has to deal with Kevin Owens more than the bloodline because their storyline has gone so far back so many mm-hmm. years like we we know with that so it, but as like I said at the beginning the, the beauty of intertwining all this and the fact that now we are going to get what we would think is the logical two matches that's going to happen for Sammy Elimination Chamber he's going to face Roman yeah. Reigns for that yeah, it's Montreal. It is. It, it's it's written all there for you, and I think what's going to happen at Mania is that somehow, some way, it's going to lead to Sammy and Kevin Owens getting the tag team belts. Um, at least that's what it feels like. That's the direction that we that, feel that, is eventually going to go. Event, night one. Right, and and it's, yeah. and it could be the main event, the night one, and then Cody facing Roman being night mm-hmm. two. You know, um, that at least that's how it should go. In you know, in terms of everything going on, um, so it's going to be intriguing to see that. But the thing that kind of interested me with with Roman Reigns is that people may not have, have really looked and maybe overlooked is that before Sammy hit him with the chair, Roman Reigns for all his trust and trust issues. And for all the stuff that's, you know, people try to figure out why won't he trust Sammy? And like, he trusts Sammy to be behind him with a chair in his hand. Roman Reigns, like, this is the guy that is so PTSD. You know, he's so the traumatic experience of being betrayed by his own brother, uh, you know, Seth Rollins, all the years ago. I'm actually shocked that he allowed Sammy to hold that cha- chair behind him. And he wasn't, you know, paranoid about it. At that moment in time, you could argue that Roman Reigns trusted Sami Zayn. He fully trusted him at that moment. And the fact that Sami hit him behind the back, Roman could spin that as like, I trusted you enough that I didn't turn my back when you was behind me with that chair. And then you betrayed me anyway. If they wanted to go that, that there is a route that they could go with that. But I don't think that's, that's going to be the that's and I don't think that's the correct route to go because we know that Roman has been manipulating Sammy the whole time. Yeah. And it's interesting that the conspiracy and also interesting that the conspiracy theorist, the former conspiracy theorist, was the one being accused of being part of a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's insane. Like I'm saying, like there's so many different elements in this, man, which makes this so fucking amazing. It, it, it's really it's really the hardest, hardest um thing going. For, uh, for the company. It and is. Again, yeah, it, it's it's really great, great, great. It's not, not just great writing in general. Uh, just some, some good stuff here. It really is just a great evolution of Roman's character in the end. Through, through it all, you know, being manipulative and psychotic and damn near emotionless, only to, you know, 
yeah. find betrayal and chinks in the armor from time to time when it relates to the, his own betrayal yeah. with the shield. Hence his interactions with Seth Rollins. And you know, and him and him be one of the few that could push his buttons, or Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of him on a constant basis. You know, stuff like right. that that would like that that actually does, you know, give him a sense of um vulnerability. And now him being betrayed again is only going to get him into his yeah. like his mad king era now. Oh and, yeah. And he's not yeah, gonna trust yeah, anybody. Yeah. And and everybody's gonna get got. Oh yeah. Uh, apparently, you know, I didn't I didn't catch well I saw him say something like when they were walking up the ramp after the beatdown was complete and it was him uh Jimmy Solo and, and Paul Heyman walking up the aisle and Roman he had looked back at the ring looking at everything and he said something on there which may allude to which is glad that you brought that up um, apparently there was something along the lines of we are at war now solo. We take no prisoners now. Like it, it, it that's where his mindset he's like he is at mm. he's at war. Mm. And he is taking no prisoners. So we don't who knows what this is. Yeah, Smackdown like, should be interesting. Yeah, you know, uh see Sammy but make no mistake though at Elimination Chamber, Sammy is going to get the beat down <laughs> again. Of I think of by Roman, like that crowd is going to, and that crowd in San Antonio, they did not like Roman that, at yeah, all. No, nah, that, that which they, they did, they did the right thing because you know, they, because yep. Bloodline was getting a little too popular. Uh, you yeah, know, and you uh, definitely Sammy did attribute to that a lot with the cash raises and you know just his whole persona and just be able to bring out the comedy out the group. But yeah, it's it's, it's time for Roman to go full blown heel. You know, especially heading into his match yeah. with Cody at WrestleMania, and it's it's it's, it's been it's going it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see where this goes in the next few weeks, um, leading up to Elimination Chamber, yeah. and how you know they have Kate, um Owens and Sammy reuniting, um, and eventually going for the tag team, tag titles, and how Jay um all fit into all of this. Uh, and how he'll be probably manipulated again into reuniting with you know his family. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing that's going to be interesting too. How they handle the tag titles now, since since all it, it, Jay Uso also put an Instagram post saying that you know I'm out, um, whatever that means, uh, and it it it, it, it makes it an intriguing situation because if. He decides that he's out of the bloodline. He wants nothing to do with them, but he's half of the tag team champions. Uh, does that mean Solo takes up his spot? I mean, Solo and Jimmy are brothers. <laughs> so they are technically still the Usos. Um, so it's going to be intriguing also with that, how that, de- how that development plays out. And it may tie into what you were just saying, like he's going to eventually, Roman is going yeah. to manipulate Jay again and, and you know, and for him to stay. <laughs> And that very well may turn out to be the case in the end. Um, I don't know. What if, you know, let's just say on a whim, you know, fantasy booking here. Um, at the ma- end of uh, Roman and, and Sami Zayn's match or something like that. Or what if Jay, what if Jay Uso cost Sammy the win? And he Jay was like, hey, I'm sorry. I got to go with my family. I got to go with my bros. Right at the end. Um, and, and it kind of. 
Yeah, yeah, because and it could play into what Kevin Owens was telling them from the start. Right. Like they, they are not, not your blood. blood. They are each other. Their blood. You are not their blood. <laughs> blood is thicker than than water. So, um, that's a possibility. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Um, uh, but it, regardless, it, you know. It sucks that we got to wait till Friday, though, to find out what's going on with all this. It really sucks, man. Like, I really wish we would have got something last night on Raw. But I understand that Raw needed to focus on not only Cody and then, you know, what she had a fine match with Finn Balor last night. Um, You know, and and also what to do with the Elimination Chamber, which now we know is going to be for the U.S. title. Um that uh, for the for for the men's uh, elimination chamber match, um, so you know, and I know some people say, uh, "Why is the U.S. title?" But like, it wasn't going to be the. the it no, wasn't man, be Roman the Roman's not being the damn chamber. We know that for sure. Yeah, no, I, no. I just no, wish no, it no, was no. Uh, more of the Air, um, the Intercontinental title than the U.S. title. But I mean, it's it's cool. It's still that's still it's still going to be a, a pretty cool match anyway. And it gives something for um, Austin Deary to do. You know, and yep, yes, indeed, man. Because <laughs> Bobby Lashley, he he wants to like rip that dude apart, and um, doesn't look like he's going to be able to do anything else against Austin Theory for a while. Based off of uh, Raw last night, um, uh, he speared MVP. I saw which the hurt business is coming yeah. back. By the way, that that's yeah, that, that's that's, that's happening. Um. That's that's gonna happen. It, it looks like he, great you know, he still probably it. has his issues with Brock in the background too. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it's a lot going on in Lashley's case, but um, but yeah, it's it's yeah. unlikely that he's going to be back in the U.S. title picture for the time being. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's right, and that's fine. Like that's Bobby could always work himself out into a major title program. You know, maybe later on with Cody Rhodes later on in the year. You know, for all we know. Um, that would be an intriguing matchup, I guess. You know, like never really seen that before, um, especially with how their current iterations of their characters. Um, so it, it's it's like I said, um, regardless of where your your allegiance lies at um, with this, and also shout out to Ricky Starks, uh, <laughs> uh, GTV <laughs> reference as he pointed out. Man, that was great. Him being backstage. Yes, people, wrestlers support each other. They don't. They're not tribalists like like y'all are. You know, people up in you know keyboard warriors out there. You know, no, there's no tribalism with those guys. Like they they are friends. They attend each other's events many times, unbeknownst to you. So it, it's it's not a shocker at all. Um, but I do want to touch on one thing before we do right off in the sunset with this episode. Um, I do want to give my kudos and and, and credit to uh, Tony Khan. Um, for organizing and getting and fighting hard to get the approval of uh, Mark Briscoe to to be on um, AEW programming uh, this last week, um, pretty much a tribute match against Jay Lethal. Um, anybody that's aware of the history of the mm-hmm. Briscoes and in, in Ring of Honor and Jay Lethal is right there. Like that's he, he's, he's, he's there, right there with, with them since the very beginning. Yeah. You know. Right, Since right. Both you know, like so it, it really was a, exactly. So it was only right and fitting that um, they both had that match, and it was a good match. Um, I, I, I again, g- I give it to AEW for the, the the 
the classy tribute, beautiful tribute that they that they did for uh, Jay Briscoe. And, um, you know, and I think after his performance marks against Jay Lethal, um, I think it, you could make it. I think it's safe to say that I think Tony Khan is going to work something out to have to keep him on there to sign him actually full time onto AEW. Um, I yeah. think it's, I think that would be a good move um, because and you pointed out we've discussed this. You know, both of them, him, Mark and Jay, like they were very they very damn good singles wrestlers in their own right. You know, so you know it's not like it's one of those type of things where. You know, Mark is just being seen as just, you know, like as solo, as a solo wrestler, not good. And just only a tag team person. No, 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 no. That's not the case. If you if you seen them, you wouldn't make that statement anyway. Um, But I think there is a lot of intrigue with potential matchups Mark can have in AEW, um, you know, pending if they sign him on to there, which I think they will. Um, could be a formality, and who knows? Maybe he says no. What if Mark says no? I, I don't want to do it. I would, I would be surprised you know? if that goes the other way too. Um, yeah, you know. So I mean, it, it could be either way. You know, it could be either way. It could go. Um, but still, at least, and if it turns out to be that way, at least he he was able to have that moment, um, to honor his brother, and to have that that match with somebody that was very very close to them. Um, Briscoes, they they touched. They really did touch a lot of people, influence a lot of people, man. Um, it, it, it's in a sense, it's still kind of weird even saying, um, you know, Jay Briscoe as in past tense. Um, but uh, but I think in the end, people, if nobody was aware of their legacy, they're aware, they should be aware of it now. Um, if they wasn't, and um, and kudos to them for doing that. And also, I want to give another kudos to um. WWE for their pre- their uh, their Royal Rumble press conference real quick. Um, they did a great 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 job with that, with the, the people that came up to interview. Uh, uh, Cody came up, you know, doing a crazy little shill for the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. I, I don't, he said it tasted good. That thing looks nasty. Um, and, and then <laughs> Rhea coming out uh, and, and, and you know explaining you know everything how how everything went with her performance in the rumble and what she wanted to do and and um and then also i think you know it ended with uh triple h um coming out there doing you know answering some questions and i i give him a lot of credit for for dealing with the the depressing question of the rock and his status with mania and um Trips pretty much told everybody uh, that shit is probably not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, he's, it's not, he has too many. He has too many commandments, and and, and but I, I and I appreciate that transparency. Yeah, man. man. It was and I think anybody. Needed, um, to, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Follow the the answer, you know, the questions and the noise. Uh, what's what's about to happen for WrestleMania? You know, and whether it was going to yeah, get a, yeah. a Rock or Austin appearance, and it looks like both have been shot down in a matter of days, and that's fine. So. That's fine, and, and 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 honestly, this mania doesn't need them. And we know next year WrestleMania's WrestleMania forty is next year, um. So forty is a milestone. You can bring them on to, for that. I don't think that. I mean, I don't think anybody really going to complain. You know, just wait, just bring them on to forty. You know, for however they want to use them. Um, but Triple H, um, through all this transparency, Triple H will always be Triple H. And what I mean by that is, 
And even though he's not wrong in this statement, but he did say pretty much people could hate on our product. People could talk all the shit all they want, but it's all talk because nobody's fucking with us. Like, nobody's fucking with us. When present presentation for this type of stuff, nobody fucking with us on this level right now. They just not. That's just the reality of it. That's just the reality. Yeah. It's, I mean, you can't, I don't, and I know there could be people that are like, well, you could say this. Like, no, like, nobody's fucking with the production and the presentation that WWE does. Come on, man. Like, uh, Trips is right with that one. Um, and, and, and but I I appreciate that shit. Him saying that shit, he wasn't holding back, you know. And I respect it, and I'm pretty sure you respect that shit too. Yeah, you know, because he was he, he was telling the truth, spitting facts, spitting facts. Man, that's it, man. man. Listen, man. WWE will always be a show. It it, it is yeah. it is it is the top. Everybody it's the product. watches it. It is the Everybody. ultimate product. If it goes down, all of wrestling goes down. I don't care who it is or who you may yeah. be. The wrestling industry moves with this company. Bar none. Yeah. And you see it, you see so it many, with the sales. I, you see it with uh, the billion-dollar deals that they attract and get and acquire. You're not going <laughs> to see that anywhere else. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not, not at all, man. But, um... um but, uh, but, hey, listen, man. Like I said at the beginning of the show, great time to be a wrestling fan. Enjoy it. Like, really, seriously, enjoy it, people. Like, uh, do not spend time bickering and, and bitching about this, this, and this. Like, really enjoy what's going on. And I will even say AEW to a certain extent. Like, you know, they kind of – I think AEW is starting to maybe get an idea of what they may need to do that really separates them um will that ever really come into full fruition is still a question that is to be determined um but i have a feeling they may have I, I i don't know i just have a gut feeling that they they may they may do actually more positive than negatives this year i feel like um i think they learned a lesson from a couple of things last year um hopefully um but uh as a wrestling fan i can't be any happier than everything that's going on now um, one last thing, uh, Super Bowl. I know we're not going to do another podcast until after the Super Bowl. Um, I'm just say right now, I got, uh, I got the Eagles winning by a field goal. Um, I don't know the exact score. I, I say like 27, 24. That, and that's fair. Yeah. That's a fair score. Um, I just feel like the Eagles are going to wind up winning. Uh, I mean, Listen, man, the best division in the NFL, We even though our teams did not do much good in the playoffs this season. Um, however, you know, the NFC East was pretty much the best division in the NFL record-wise. Um, we almost got 14, everybody in. Anyway, so uh, I don't know whether the division can really say that uh, this season, but, um, but the Eagles, man, there's something about them that's uh, – I think they I think they're gonna do it. I think um Mahomes, I know his he had a high ankle sprain. Those things are a bitch. They're not easy to deal with. They do linger. Like and, and I'm not even an athlete and I hate those and, and they linger well a lot. Um I can imagine how it is for an athlete. And I think that the defensive the defensive line for Philadelphia 
is really going to give um, Mahomes problems because he's gonna have, they're gonna make him run. And I know he can mm-hmm. be like Superman sometimes, but I think um, that ankle sprain is gonna I think is gonna catch up to him one way or another. Um, unfortunately, for for him in Kansas City. Um, but that's just how I feel about it. But you know, at the end of the day, bro, we're all winning because Rihanna coming back, <laughs> Rihanna performing. So yeah, we all won. We all won in the end. <laughs> if we're being honest, we're all gonna win in there um by her performance. So um that's that's gonna be great too. But thank you again, everybody, uh, for listening. Um definitely appreciate uh everybody um that is taking the time to listen to us. Um you could find us in many places. Uh, well, first of all, you could find this podcast on all major streaming pro- platforms, the Google, Spotify, Apple Podcast apps. Um, you could also find us off, find us on the Family uh, Podcast mm-hmm. Network, thefamilypn.com. Find us on there. Great shows on there. Um, you could also find us on Twitter individually. Um, kind of taking a like, social break with Twitter. Um, unless something major goes on, but uh, Mo underscore B underscore Knowing, uh, my man Chris, rappers are actors because we all they know are. they are exactly that. <laughs> we see it every day. Um, uh, find him on, uh, find us on Twitter with those. Um, we also have a uh, Twitter account for the podcast NW Bard, uh, podcast No Words Bardcast on Instagram. Um, we're, 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 we're all over the place, man. So by all means, drop us a line, message, suggestion, whatever it is. You could banter with us. We could banter with you back. We don't mind it. You know, let's just, but as long as people being respectful though. Um, so shout out to everybody with that. And, um, I think on that note, bro, um, just everybody stay warm in, uh, February. We're already here. We're already here. It's going to be a fun time. Spring is coming oh, up yeah. soon. So. So uh, and, and, and Bron, bro, Bron's eighty nine points away, my man. Eighty nine points away. Maybe he'll pass it by the time we record next. I don't know. No, Prince, he probably will. Yeah, he probably will. He probably will. But uh, but yep. Until the next episode, y'all be safe. Peace and love, everybody. Peace.